Hello and welcome to the Global Venturing Review podcast. My name is Jerry Hillis. I'm the editor of Global University Venturing. And as always, I will bring you the news from globalcorporateventuring.com as well. Just me this week, so let's dive straight into the big ones as usual. SoftBank Vision Fund recently announced that it has secured a memoranda of understanding for $108 billion in capital for its second investment vehicle, and SoftBank CEO Masayoshi's son has now said it will begin investing as soon as next month. The trigger point is when 85% of the first Vision Fund's $98.6 billion in capital has been committed, and the fund had invested more than $66 billion as of June, so expect that to come fairly soon. Didi Xujing, meanwhile, is spinning off its autonomous driving division and will likely seek funding at a multi-billion dollar valuation. The ride-hailing service has raised more than $18 billion in debt and equity financing so far, but is keen to gain external investors for a part of the company that may prove invaluable in future, but which is a cash drain right now. The move would replicate a similar deal by Uber in April allowing SoftBank Vision Fund, Toyota and Denso to invest $1 billion. Pharmaceutical and chemical producer Bayer, meanwhile, has acquired US-based stem cell treatment developer and portfolio company Blue Rock Therapeutics in a deal that could value it at up to $1 billion. The terms of the transaction involve Bayer paying a total of up to $600 million for the shares in Blue Rock it did not already own investing $240 million up front that will be followed by preclinical and clinical milestone payments that could reach $360 million. The company was founded in 2016 by venture capital firm Versant Ventures and emerged from stealth the same year with $225 million in Series A funding from Versant and Bayer's Life Science Centre, which owned a 40.8% stake prior to the acquisition deal. In this week's GCV and Global University Venturing crossover news, one of the most interesting deals was a $70 million Series B round for Hawkeye 360, a US-based radio frequency data satellite developer based on Virginia Tech Research. The round included commercialization firm Allied Mines, Hawkeye's parent company, as well as aerospace manufacturer Airbus and mapping software developer Esri. Hawkeye 360 is developing satellites designed to collect and analyze information using radio frequency signals and geospatial technology. It's also built in the radio frequency signal mapping product, RFGO, to identify and geolocate radio channels and emergency distress beacons, and to track logistics. Moving on to the smaller stuff, although as is increasingly common, still not really that small. Flix Mobility, a Germany-based travel services provider backed by Karmica Daimler, has added a, quote, substantial amount of funding to its Series F round, which attracted $561 million last month, already making it the biggest round raised by a German tech company. The additional funding, seemingly worth hundreds of millions of dollars, was supplied by Bailey Gifford, Luxor Capital, Odyssey 44, and certain funds managed by BlackRock. TCV and Premiera co-led the $561 million close thrust three weeks ago with contributions from HV Holtzbrink Ventures and European Investment Bank. Both tranches valued FlexMobility at just over $2 billion. FlexMobility's investors also include UFC Partners, the venture capital firm affiliated with Technical University of Munich's tech transfer office. 
Tencent invested $350 million in Kuaishu in early 2017 at a reported $2.5 billion valuation. And as the short-form video sector has grown as a whole, the company has expanded its presence to the point it now has some 200 million daily active users. Now Tencent wants to invest up to $2.5 billion. The report suggests the actual amount will be between $1 and $1.5 billion at a $25 billion pre-money valuation. The deal would follow increased collaboration between the companies in recent weeks. E-commerce payment services provider Klarna has raised $460 million from investors including new strategic partner Commonwealth Bank of Australia at a $5.5 billion post-money valuation. The round was disclosed alongside news that Klarna had secured $100 million in a separate round in April that was co-led by fellow corporate bestseller. Sweden-based Klarna, whose existing backers include Visa and H&M, plans to use the funding to expand in the US. An existing backer SoftBank has invested a further $200 million in endpoint cybersecurity software provider CyberReason, together with several undisclosed affiliates, at a reported $900 million valuation. The Series E Cash doubled the company's overall funding to about $400 million, and will support international expansion in addition to technology development and the growth of its partner distribution scheme. Similar sum braced by online business finance marketplace C2FO, which has pulled in $200 million in a round led by the SoftBank Vision Fund that, according to Bloomberg, also featured existing backer Allianz X. The round roughly doubled the company's overall funding to about $400 million as well, and it will put the money towards boosting international growth. C2FO's existing strategic investors will include City Ventures. Wicked Ride Adventures Services, the owner of India-based electric vehicle rental service Bounce, backed by mobile chipmaker Qualcomm, is raising $200 million in a fresh funding round. Bounce has already received an initial $120 million, people familiar with the matter told Tech Circle. Bounce will expand its operations across India using the latest funding round and will also seek an international expansion. It is thought to be gearing up for a launch in Australia later this month. Bounce previously obtained a total of $92 million in funding and Qualcomm Ventures, the corporate venturing subsidiary of Qualcomm, participated in a $72.3 million Series C round in June 2019. Automotive e-commerce platform Cardeco has added $19 million from investors including MTech subsidiary Creative Media Carrier to a Series C round that has reached $129 million. Capital G, Dentsu, Bennett, Coleman & Co. and Access Bank contributed to the round's earlier tranches, and the funding was reportedly secured at a $500 million valuation. Keyless Lock Technology provider Latch has also beefed up its latest round, closing a Series B at $126 million. RXR Realty, Tishman Spire and the Berman Enterprises-backed Camber Creek all participated in the round, which was pumped up with $56 million in a second tranche. The company has now raised more than $150 million altogether, its earlier backers including RGA and PCH. Rakuten, meanwhile, has increased its stake in cancer therapy developer Rakuten Medical to more than 22%, with a $100 million investment made in the shape of a Series C1 round. The e-commerce firm had joined SBI Group for the $284 million Series C the company closed in December, back when it was still known as Rakuten Asperian, and a while after it was founded as Asperian Therapeutics. 
Rakuten Ventures, meanwhile, has contributed to a $93.9 million round for Japanese digital marketing software provider from scratch that also featured Link and Motivation and Japan Post Investment. The unit has been an investor in From Scratch since its 2017 Series C round, and the company's other backers include Dentsu Digital Holdings and Itochu Technology Ventures. Ibotta, the creator of a rewards app that gives consumers money back on selected purchases, has secured an undisclosed amount in a Series D round that hiked its valuation to $1 billion. Koch Disruptive Technologies led the round, which followed about $95 million of earlier funding, and which will support an expansion of the company's Denver headquarters as it prepares to increase recruitment. Looking at funds, here we have American Family Ventures, the corporate venture capital arm of US-based insurance firm American Family, which has raised more than $162 million for a venture capital fund according to a securities filing. The fund, dubbed AmFam VC Fund 3LP, has taken in $162.5 million from four investors and has set a $200 million target for its close. The unit emerged from stealth back in 2014 with a $50 million first fund, but has not disclosed details concerning the size of its second fund or whether it featured external limited partners. It operates as an early-stage investment vehicle, typically supplying up to $5 million per deal at seed to Series B stage. American Family Ventures currently has 22 portfolio companies. Moving on swiftly to exits. Delivery services provider Glovo has raised at least $340 million in funding from investors including Amrest, Drake and Delivery Hero as well as Rakuten. And it was reportedly valued at $950 million in its last round. It's also begun discussions to raise money from, guess who? SoftBank, yeah and is in talks with Uber and Deliveroo, who have approached the company over a possible acquisition. Reports earlier in the year stated it was also mulling over an IPO in 2020, so it should be heading for a big event of some kind or another soon. While that wasn't quite an exit, here is an exit from an exit. Wrapped Therapeutics, a US-based small molecule drug developer backed by internet and technology conglomerate Alphabet and pharmaceutical firm Celgene, has postponed its IPO without offering a new timeline. The company set its price range at $14 to $16 two weeks ago and hoped to issue 5 million shares on the Nasdaq global market to raise between $70 and $80 million. Rapt is working on drugs that it hopes will boost a patient's immune response to cancer and inflammatory conditions. The company was founded in 2015 as FLX Bio, following the acquisition of its predecessor company, Flexus Biosciences, by Bristol-Myers Squibb for $1.25 billion. It rebranded to its current name in May 2019. And, well, with that, all that's left to do is look at people who have changed job positions. And here we have Sorensen Ventures, the venture capital subsidiary of US-based private equity firm Sorensen Capital, which has hired Chris Downer, a former principal at XL Innovate, the corporate venturing arm of insurance firm XL Catlin. Dina Shakir, formerly a partner at GV, meanwhile, has joined VC firm Lux Capital in a similar role. Internet technology producer Google, which now operates as part of Alphabet, hired Shakir in 2012 and tasked her with business development and global product partnership duties before Alphabet named her a partner at GV in 2017. Jenny Lee, formerly a senior talent partner at financial services firm Citadel, 
as joint telecommunications and internet group SoftBank's fund manager, SoftBank Investment Advisors, as head of US talent acquisition. SoftBank Investment Advisors, of course, manages the Vision Fund. And finally, Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, a patient care teaching and research affiliate of Harvard University's medical school, has appointed Todd Wolf as executive director of its technology ventures office. Wolf will be responsible for all aspects of the center's intellectual property management and commercialization efforts. He will also help identify and pursue preclinical strategic partnerships. Before joining the center, Wolf was a technology licensing officer for biotechnology at MIT for three years. And with that, dear listener, you are once again caught up on the big stories of the past week. As always, do head on over to globalcorporateventuring.com and globaluniversityventuring.com, as well as globalimpactventuring.com to find the news that we just don't have time to cover in this podcast. There are just way too many, despite the fact that it's August. If you do feel so inclined, please leave us a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you download this podcast from. Five stars are always very much appreciated. And thank you very much to all those of you that have recommended us to friends and colleagues. With that, I wish you a productive week and I will speak to you again next Monday. Goodbye. Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.